Hey, Chris, welcome. Good to see you. Hi, Rick. How are you doing? Good to be here. Good. Thank you. So I appreciate you taking the time. You're part of our Grounded Toward Growth member series. Uh, this is an opportunity to hear from our members about um, about your business, about ARCA International, and um, and what it means to be a Vistage member. So if, uh, if that sounds good, I'd like to start with, can you tell us about your company? Tell us about ARCA International, about a $30 million uh, international relocation and moving company, and, and, uh, and what brought you to ARCA? Sure. Sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, yeah. We are uh, we're an international house of goods trade forwarder, operating a couple of different brands under underneath there. So we move uh, we move people, employees for large corporate accounts, government accounts, and uh, and pretty much private accounts anywhere else, globally around the around the world. We're a non-asset based business as a freight forwarder. So we just basically contract out all of our services. We work with some Fortune 500 companies, do a lot of work with the US government, and, uh, and handle some logistics for, for global transportation as well. Okay, good. And uh, who are your typical clients? We do, um, well, a lot of work with, with the US government. Uh, about half our revenue runs through through US government accounts, Department of Justice, Department of State, um, you know, any of the large agencies that have, have global presences. We also do a lot of work for Fortune 500 companies through um, some smaller relocation companies or directly contracting with them to move their employees around the world at their various global offices. Okay. Oh, great. Well, I know it's a nice little business and you've been, now you've been doing this work for some time. Where were you prior to ARCA? I was at a company called ARPAN International for 17 years. Okay. Uh, wow. Uh, worked in, in uh, with, the, with my boss there at the time, built up our, our government division, and, uh, and and grew that into kind of an industry leader there. And, uh, and shortly after that, I left to come work for ARCA, the ACE family. It's a conglomerate of companies to start their government division, yep. and started working on that for a while. And uh, after a few years here, um, was moved over to to president to oversee the whole operation of our, our multiple brands. We've got some other brands under the same company, Expat Relocation and uh, and our government services team and the logistics brand. Okay, yeah, great, wonderful. Well, um, so I, as I recall, you've been a member now for coming up on two years. It's hard to believe time flies. Um, but if you could turn the clock back and think back to when we first met and you were looking at Vistage, what was it that, um, what was it about Vistage that intrigued you? What was it you were looking for and expecting and be Coming a member of Vistage. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had I had held that position of the president of the company for a few years, and uh, and really the the idea of getting yourself out of the the day to day of running the business and being involved in it and kind of being almost too involved in it and then transiting over to kind of leading and making those decisions. It's, it's not an easy transition. Um, the owner of the company actually at the time had previous experience in Vistage. He had been in a group for a while. Okay. And, and he had suggested it, and we thought it would be a good opportunity. To try and really, really help you know force that transition and, and get yourself out of it. And you know, as you say, working on the business, not in the business, is a, is a hard pivot to make. And, yeah. and that's really what kind of got me there. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's one. I mean, that is our slogan. I mean, you know, when you think about what we're constantly wrestling with and really holding each other accountable to, it's it's you know pulling one another out of that day to day and asking those strategic questions. Yeah. And, um, and so that's yeah that's 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 really core. So as you as you think about your time with Vistage, 
what impact have you seen? What counsel have you gotten from our other members um, around either the business or you as a leader or you personally? Um, what what changes or impact have you seen uh, from your time with Vistage? How's it made a difference? Yeah, yeah, I think it's, it's made a huge difference. I think it's um, I think it's allowed me to focus more on what I should be doing. Um, it's very easy to fall into your comfort zone of some things that you know you're good at, but maybe you shouldn't be doing them anymore. Yeah, um, getting out of the nitty gritty, look at things from a different view. Um, again, we talk about it all the time. Get on the balcony, look at things from a, a different perspective. Um, we all learn from our mistakes, and, and I think in that regard, Vistage has really brought that to the forefront for me. You know. Um, maybe more aware of some of those things, different lens to look at uh, at how we're doing things. Uh, I think we all, um, you know, we can all get some tunnel vision and not really see the big picture. Yep. And this group and the leadership and, and everybody there has really helped that a lot. Um, and, and, and kind of led some confidence in, in making some of those changes that I think we all need to do. Yep. Yeah. No, good. Well, that's helpful. Um, so as you think about other potential members of our team, and um, and you've you've seen a, a couple folks leave our group. Um, mm -hmm. Most of our people have stayed, which has been great. Um, but as you look at what it takes to be a member of the team, what advice um, would you have for other CEOs who um, who are looking for something? What does it take to be a successful member of this team? Um, I think you. Uh, I think you've got to come in with uh, certainly the, the the mindset of being a little vulnerable and, and pretty open. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think there's a lot of upside to to a new leader. Like you know, when I when I kind of stepped into this a little bit, um, somebody that is struggling, whether it's a new leader or a new founder of a business they've created, or somebody that is 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 moving and take a new job or something like that. Maybe they've been in the business for a while and they've kind of worked their way up. Um, like we said, that pivot of somebody that works hard in the business to, to making you know to making it grow and looking at the bigger picture is hard. So yeah. being able to come into the group and and being open to that, um, you know, if you're trying to make that change, there's a lot of upside to having a place where you can work through these problems with yeah. a group of people outside of your company or industry, but do understand what you're going through. Yeah, yeah, it's a, you know, it's our folks are pretty real. I mean, there's there's a lot of authenticity in the room. Uh, it's, it'd be really hard to fake it and be in that that group because uh, you'd get called out pretty fast. But it's um, I think it allows for us to get down to a deeper level when people are presenting issues and uh, something they're wrestling with or an opportunity, you know, a positive, a, a great opportunity. When we know each other um, and we have... Uh, have been a bit vulnerable with each other. I think our our, our the questions we ask of each other are, are deeper. They're more powerful. The advice we give is more about that person and how they lead and how they think. Um, yeah. So it's I appreciate you saying yeah. that. Yeah. I think people you can see the new people that have come in. It takes a couple of meetings for them to realize that the the openness and the authenticity and being vulnerable. Yeah. is real and you can kind of see people open up and i'm sure i was that way two years ago yeah. for a few meetings so it, it's impressive to watch yeah yeah and how the comfort level increases and the hair they let your hair down and yep. and it's uh it's really quite fun um 
a big question a lot of our potential members ask is um, the time commitment. You know, I mean, so you've got a full day uh, plus our one-to-ones are about 90 minutes. So uh, how, what, what mindset do you bring uh, to the time commitment that's involved? Um, and I mean, some of it's very, very tactical. You know, I clear my calendar for that day. I put an out-of-office on. I let my staff know that I'm out that day. Yeah. Um, you know, of course, there's times we all know we might have to be available a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But in general, I think you almost have to, um, you have to be a little selfish with your time. Yeah. And realize that it's not actually selfish. You know, it, it feels that way, but it's not really. You're there to benefit the company, the staff, everybody that works with you. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's what you're getting out of it. Um, you know, I try and do a little preparation the day before, at the very least, if not earlier. Um, you know, we always get, you always send out the, the prep of here's a speaker, here's some information. It's good to look at it and treat it just like any other any other business meeting that you have. You wouldn't go yeah. into a business meeting or a meeting with your staff and not be prepared for it. So kind of make, make some time and be prepared for it. Right. Be in the right mindset for it. Um, you know, I usually I know I usually come back pretty motivated and inspired by a lot of what we've had. Some of the speakers we've had have been incredibly impressive. Um, and that's nice to bring back to the to the team, too, and share that. So, you know, treat it, treat it like it's another part of your job, not just something that you're doing on the side, but treat it like it's part of your job and, and really invest the time in it. Yeah. And you can tell those who do. I mean, that it's really headspace and you can see if someone's heads in the game and they're really there or they're worried about this or they're trying to do a call here and it just doesn't work. And I, I love what you said in terms of block the day off. I mean, that's really what it takes. It's just, you're out of, you're out of the office. And um, and and just as you would with your biggest customer, you know, I'm out of the office. No interruptions. Well, that's great. Thank you. So the other big part, um, Chris, is our one-to-ones. And so we meet uh, every month for 90 minutes, and then once a quarter we replace that with our, our triad. So could you talk about, about our one-to-ones? What is it you find value in the one-to-ones? And then talk a bit about our triad and how that, that's a little different than a one-to-one, but it's not a full-blown meeting either. So can you give folks a little description of that and your experience there? Yeah, yeah. The, the one-to-ones, I think they're they're incredibly useful. You know, all businesses, they go through cycles where you're in spots where you have a lot of change or you're dealing with some, some issues, something specific. So to be able to sit down with somebody and, and sit down with you and work that out and talk it out yeah. is, is really clarifying, very, very valuable. You know, the, the experience, the overall business and life experience you bring to the table, it's, it's, it's really impressive and it makes you kind of focus in on things. Um, you know, you're not in the individual companies, but you've got this life experience and this business experience that, that lends to things, you know, it, in general. And we've done this a lot in our, our one-to-ones. We like to poke holes in things, see where they might fail. Here's a plan we have. We get to kind of dissect it in a vacuum without actually causing any harm with, you know, with the company. And, you know, sometimes it's just to get the justification that we need. I think we all need that, a little bit of backup. And sometimes it lends itself to an alternate look, you know, maybe something we didn't see. Um, and that's that's really, really useful. And, and you know, on the one-to-one basis, that's that's really useful. And I know we've got a lot of revolving topics that we'll cover. And it's nice to have some space between those as we work through them. Yep. And, and as far as the triads, I think those are, are great because it's like having the, the monthly meeting, but on a much smaller level with a group of people, the way you've set them up, um, you know, very industries are related or there's some sort of connection there that right. makes those flow really, really well. Um, and it's the group of people that you get that have, you know, a lot of us have similar 
we've gone through similar journeys to get to where we're at or kind of work through something. So you can draw a connection that way. That, that can be really, really useful. Sometimes those triads, somebody else will bring up a topic or something they're struggling with. And it might not have been on my radar, but it's absolutely something that we have to deal with here. So we get to connect on that on a much smaller personal level. Yep. And I'll carry over. Those are those are really fun. And it's 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 fun to watch other people go through some of those things too. Because we've all kind of been at some of the similar spots and to relate to it and to be able to share your experience, that's that's rewarding across the board. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, um, you know, you mentioned it's kind of like a, 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 a mini version of our of our big meeting and really core to the meeting is uh, what Vistage calls issue processing. And it's a very simple model, simple formula where a member comes in with with a issue or opportunity they're wrestling with. And and uh, I get to the flip chart and I'll say, OK, Chris, how do I fill in the blank? And we ask a few context questions. Then we keep people out of solutions um, uh, and asking questions around the issue, the depth and breadth, looking for depth and breadth. Then we revisit, is this really the issue? And then, then, we, then we get into solutions. Um, and then finally some action plans between now and the next meeting. So it's a simple process. What's been your experience with issue processing? And what value have you gotten out of issues that you've put in front of the group or that you've seen other people uh, or maybe other people's issues where you've gotten value? Talk about that, that, that process we use and what, what, what works about it. Yeah, I think it's really great. I always enjoy it. I actually, it's one of it's part of the day I, I usually look forward to because it's often fun to see what people have to say. Yeah, and, and you know, as we've had people come and come and go in, in the group, it's always fun to see a lot of people. We all struggle with some of the same questions. Yeah, and and some of those issues as we rephrase them and work through them, and you know, the rest of the group asks a question, a clarifying question. A lot of the times when we get to the hey, let's rephrase this to a little more clarity. It's a similar issue that we have dealt with on a different different topic, different group of people, maybe a different company, but it's a similar sort of problem. And we kind of work through it again. We draw on some of that sometimes. Um, you know, it's to me, it's, it's valuable because it's usually something we all will struggle with, whether it is, you know, maybe it's a staffing issue, maybe it's a growth issue. Whatever our industry is, these are common themes that run across everything. So, yep. the, you know, the group has a lot of context and value to bring to those sort of things. Yeah. Um, and sometimes, honestly, it's just the it's just the support. Um, you know, I think we've all chuckled in some of us that have been there for a little bit when somebody's working through an issue and we've all been there and we've all known it. And, you know, the person asking the question probably also knows the answer. Yeah. But the whole process of working through your issue processing gets them there, gives them the confidence and they kind of realize, OK, I actually do know what to do with this. And hard or not, sometimes it is difficult, but it, it really does add a lot of support without making it seem like somebody's just, you know, trying to be, you know, a rah-rah and, and you can go do this, but you work through it in a very methodical way. So by the time somebody's done, you really feel like they've gotten something out of it. And I think, you know, as a whole, as long as we've done them, I don't think anybody has left without feeling like, wow, that was, that was absolutely incredibly helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the magic I see is that step where we, go around the table and, you know, I'll ask other people. So, you know, Chris put up here, how do I fill in the blank? Um, how do you see this issue? And everyone's, 
you know, we, you put the elephant on the table, right? You put the issue of opportunity on the table. But given our own life experiences and from where we're coming from or what we heard, everyone's looking at that issue from a different angle. They're looking at that elephant mm-hmm. from a different angle. And, um, and so we go around the table and say, if you, you know, how would you fill in uh, the, the blank? How do I? And then other people give you their version of your issue. And it's amazing how it's usually additive. You know, it kind of expands it, pushes it around a bit, mm-hmm. and gives um, insight about the issue that uh, belong before we get into solutions so that we're solving something different than what we started with. Yeah, yeah. It's fun to watch sometimes the light bulb go on. And yeah. You know, this is what I thought was my issue is not actually what my problem was. <laughs> yeah, right. The group has worked you through to something else and, yeah. and see that hard pivot. And then you really work on something and then the group gets to the yeah. suggestions and, and, yeah. and then some accountability on it. It's, right. it's, it's fun. And, and, you know, you, you walk out of the room saying, oh, my gosh, I got to do A and B before I do C. And if you jumped into C you, and you just saved yourself four months of work or whatever it was. Yep. So it's it's yeah it really is quite fun to watch. Um, Chris, how would you describe the culture of our group, the um, the uh, camaraderie, um, and and some of the relationships uh, that have emerged between the group? So it's you know stepping back from the formal stuff of the meeting and the one to one to the what's it like you know being with these other people? How would you describe that? Yeah, it's uh, honestly, it's it's great. It's probably my, it's my favorite part of, of the whole thing. Yeah. We've had some really great speakers, but uh, yeah. you know, the, the culture, the social aspect, the time outside of the meetings, yeah. it's it's really really rewarding, and I value it tremendously. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I imagine creating a group that meshes as well together and can benefit everybody mutually is is not easy. And I think you've done a fantastic job with the makeup of the group. Um, you know, the relationships, the culture, it's really unique versus what I think we all might have in our office or in our personal lives. Right. Because it, it really does straddle both. Yeah. We don't just talk about business there. It's There's a lot of personal talk. We all know what's going on in each other's lives. And, you know, personally, I think we've created relationships that, you know, maybe we wouldn't have been exposed to outside of that group. We yeah. support each other no matter what the issue is, big or small. We've brought personal issues up before. You've brought personal issues up before and we've worked through them. Um, you know, I, I, honestly, I, a lot of people say business isn't personal, it's, but I don't really believe that. I think uh, I think business is very, very personal. And, and yeah. people in these groups, we all take the success of our companies very, very personally. And yeah. We allow it to define ourselves. And, and that group, that culture, it's a very safe spot to be able to do that. It's okay to acknowledge it. And, you know, I think the culture in our group, we check in on each other. We know when somebody's struggling with something, you know, I'll get a text from somebody in the group if I brought something up just to see how it's going two weeks later or vice versa. You know, we've had some people that have been struggling with some really heavy business decisions. And and as a whole, the group is kind of bonded together just to make sure everybody's okay because that amount of support is not going to come from a lot of other places, probably not in your office. And personally, it's a whole different mind shift because that's, you know, that's a whole different, that's a whole different relationship. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, uh, I mean, you say it well. Um, one of the old timers, I call the, the chairs who have been doing this for 20 years or more, I call them the old timers. Um, and I've learned a lot from them. They've been really very helpful and powerful to me. Um, but they, you know, they describe it as typically someone joins because 
whatever chemistry there was between the chair and and the potential prospective member, you know, they kind of clicked, right? Saw an interest. Saw, and then you come to the meeting. Oh, yeah, I like these people. And they <clears throat> like the meeting. And then you get a speaker. And, oh, the speaker. Um, but as time goes by, I think the value reverses. And it's the relationship with the other people. It's mm-hmm. the connections. In some cases, even doing work together. Um, that that becomes the most valuable. And that be, that's where the real insight becomes. And then the speaker, and then the meeting, and last of all, me. And so, you know, what, what starts off bringing you in kind of flips, and, and that's really exciting to see. And, and that's, you know, for me, when I start seeing people getting engaged that way, then I, then I know they're, they're, they're getting some real value. So it's, uh, it's fun to watch, it's fun to see. Um, one of the things, you know, there are other organizations that bring together executives, but one of the things that makes Vistage difference is they have folks like myself. They have this person, uh, some are part-time, some are full-time, uh, who, who are really doing this work, uh, you know, pulling the groups together and the one-to-ones. So as you look at my role, and not so much me, but you look at this role of the chair, what do you see me and or this role bringing to, in your case, you know, a group of 15 CEOs, but, you know, we've got another group of 15 CEOs. I've got two groups and we call it the family. We bring our 10 trusted advisors in. So, you know, we've got this family of um, 40 to 50 people um, that we engage. So what do you see as where I add value or this role adds value to the Vistage. Yeah. yeah, I mean, on, on, on a personal level, you know, I think for you, the, the compassion and focus you bring to the group is, is really inspiring and incredibly valuable. Uh, you know, the, the role itself, there are days where we all will show up to those meetings and maybe our mind's not 100% on it. We've got some pressure outside from the business. And I think you bring that, that, that collective group think to it. You cut through a lot of it and you get us to focus on why we're there and what's important. Yeah. Um, you know, and a lot of the times the issues that we're kind of working through, whether it is, you know, something a speaker has brought to us or, or an issue processing, you know, a lot of the noise that we may bring into the room because of our own business or whatever, um, you kind of you kind of cut that out and you get us to focus on what it is so that we can then apply it back out to whatever our individual circumstances are. Um, I mean, you know, you never really fail to bring that to the front of a conversation or interaction. Right. And it really permeates the group. So then we're all doing it at the same time. Yeah. You know, you're just talking about issue processing. There are times where we'll go through that and somebody will jump to an answer and you've created this spot where we will all say beforehand, hey, hey, hey we're not ready for answers yet. Yeah. Here's everybody else off. So it right. just created this, this process that we all buy into now. Yeah. You know, yeah. knowing when somebody's struggling and checking in with them, kind of lead the charge on that. Like, hey, this is yeah. happening. Um, and, and, and really creating a, an atmosphere that you can be vulnerable and open yourself up to it because criticism's not easy, yep. but the, because it's coming from the, the atmosphere being set, um, it makes it, it makes it a lot easier here. The tone that is set kind of lets everybody grow from the criticism, which is really what you should be able to do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, wow. Well, well said. Thank you. That's, that's really very helpful. Um, and my last question is, so, um, as you're, Thinking about a prospective member, prospective teammate, um, what advice would you give someone in considering Vistage? 
um, uh, simply just just do it. Um, make contact with somebody. You you won't regret it. You can put it off. Um, you know, I think I've told you personally. I put it off for a long time. Um, I don't think I was ready to be vulnerable or to look at my flaws in that way. And you know, I think there's definitely a level of I don't necessarily need that sort of help that people all go through. Right. You, know, you get isolated and you feel like you're in a vacuum. But you know, for me, once I got here, I realized that I probably wasted time. Um, and I think if for somebody considering, just acknowledge there's never going to be a perfect time. Things aren't going to be calm enough for you to do it. But it is it's an investment in yourself and your company and, and your staff. So yeah. uh, just dive forward, make the commitment and, and invest in it all. Right. Yeah, that's great. Jump in, give it a try. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, so, Chris, I thank you. I appreciate you taking the time and. Um, and we'll see you, uh, let's see, in a couple of weeks at our meeting. Weeks. Yeah, sounds okay. good. Thank you, Rick. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you. Take care. Thank you.